Fuck Mary Kill. Mm-hmm. The Sword of Gryffindor. Okay. Ravenclaw's Diadem. Okay. And the Hufflepuff Cup. Huh. Okay. Um excellent question. Really well put together. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for this one. Thank you. Um, you know, I think that I am going to uh I think I'm gonna marry the Sword of Gryffindor. Okay. Um, and I think I'm going to fuck the diadem Great. and uh kill the cup. <laughs> awesome. Did that make any sense? <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it. Naturally, there's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. Yes, it is. We will be reading some Harry Potter fan fiction later in the pod. But first, we have a couple of things to say at you. Number one, it is September. And what that means for those of you who are our dear American listeners, I know we have a lot of international listeners you can kind of check out for the next couple of minutes or whatever, (laughs) but our American listeners, it's September. And what that means is if you are eligible to vote in America, now is a great time to check your voter registration and also the voter registration of everyone around you. Please do that thing. Please be registered to vote. Please vote. Please use your your voice and your platforms to try to make sure that everybody else votes too. <laughs> Vote as early as possible. Yes. Please do it. Please, 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 please. You know what? No, specifically, vote for Joe Biden as early as possible. Please do this. As early as possible, please. Next announcement. Yes! yes! Um, it's out. We We did it. People's mailboxes. We did it. it. We fucking did it. Honestly, (laughs) I like a like a huge weight has been lifted from my shoulders. I feel light. I feel free. (laughs) Uh huh. Uh huh. But the news for everyone specifically is all of our pre-orders have shipped. We did it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Glitter 2020. Yes, Glitter 2020. Uh, but for those of you that didn't get in on the pre-orders, the zine is still up for you to purchase and have shipped to you on our website. Yep. It's just, it's not for pre-order anymore. It's just for regular order now. Yep. So if you haven't gotten it yet, go get Yes, Glitter, and we'll send it to you. Next announcement. Thank you so much to everyone that sends us in ridiculous shit for all of our ridiculous segments. I have a request, though, for all of you. Please, when you're sending something in for us, include your name that you are okay with us shouting you out for credit with. It can be anonymous if that's good for you, too. And also your pronouns. Makes it a lot easier for us. Yeah, we want to make sure that we're getting it right for you. And that we're representing you the way that you'd like to be represented. So just make sure to include that in your OC email, your hold for the end, please, your whatever, honestly, anything, any email you send us. (laughs) Yeah, we have a spot for that on the story submission form. So yeah, use that. And then in your emails as well, include that as well. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier for us. Thank you. Um. We did have some fun stuff come in through Instagram the other... We've had actually a lot of fun stuff come in through Instagram lately. Hell yeah. Um, We're gaining listeners all the time. Hell yeah. And and we have a lot of creative people that start to listen to the podcast and send us stuff we asked for, stupid things we asked for a long time ago. (laughs) Yes. Those are coming in all over the place. I am enjoying. We're still getting those uh, local fun facts, which I'm very into. Yo, we got tweeted at 
twice this last week where people were like, I'm listening to the podcast and I'm so sad you got rid of the summaries section. Fuck. Okay, no. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. You can't be doing this shit to us. That was fucking audio poison. <laughs> I'm not sorry it's gone. I will not apologize. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Fuck. It's so funny that people are sad that that horrible segment is gone. We've got plenty of garbage segments for you to have now. <laughs> anyway, what we were originally saying about Instagram is that we did get uh, somebody drew their predictions and posted them on Instagram. We've asked for that a couple of random times as a Over stupid joke. Over the years. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stupid joke that we have liked to make. Um, and when somebody actually comes through on it, it is the literal best. And I love it. Hell yeah. So shout out to Laura Kleinheld on Instagram for doing that for us. There will be a link in the description. That's the same person that did the cute little the cute little cartoons of us. Yep. That were VV cute. So Yep. Thank you so, so much. Check that out. And that is the end of our announcements. Correct. Are you ready? Never. Okay. <laughs> you say that every time. Okay, so we're going to get into predictions here. As I said before, we're always having some um, some new listeners, which is very fun. If you are new here with this episode, what we're about to do is make some predictions of what is going to happen in whatever fucking nonsense Kim is about to read to me. Uh, so she is going to give three clues. She's going to give when it came out what the title is, and what the genre tags are. And then I am going to have to make up some whatever fucking bullshit <laughs> and give three predictions on what is going to happen in this fanfiction. You should do it too. And tweet them at us, hashtag fanfic divination. Answer our story on Instagram. Or um, if you're a patron, put them in the Discord. That's the one. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. This, this fucker's a listener submission. Bam, 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 It's an anonymous. So thanks to the anonymous listener who sent this in to me. The title is Harry Potter Saves the Day Again. Again. <laughs> the genre tags are humor and romance. Radical. And this story came out right before Half-Blood Prince. Wow, this is really nothing to go on. Correct. Uh, I have like an idea of what the story is going to be like, but I have I'm having <laughs> trouble putting it into a prediction format that isn't super vague. <laughs> Makes any sense at all. Okay, uh prediction number one, this is fucking harmony. Fuck. <laughs> prediction number two. This story will take place during summer holiday at the borough. Everyone's at the borough. Okay. Prediction number three, there will be a uh, a made-up magical creature. One that's not expressly in the books. Hmm, okay. You think Harry's going to save Hermione from some made-up magical creature and then they're going to make out on Ron's bed? Yeah. <laughs> exactly that is the story okay <laughs> that's fine i guess sure let's get into this shit harry potter saves the day again. again the author has helpfully started this story out with a warning Ooh, which i'm going to read you now warning don't read this if you don't like the idea of everyone at hogwarts being gay Gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, much better than the normal slash warnings. I, I normal slash warnings bum me the fuck out. Yeah, they do. This one didn't though. That's awesome. I'm like, yeah, okay. Here, here we are. This is fanatical fix and where to find them. We exclusively like fan fiction where everyone at Hogwarts is gay. <laughs> uh, incredible. All right. Here we go. Chapter one. <laughs> chapter one. Chapter one. Is this is it just one chapter? No, it's a two oh, shot. Okay. 
Two shot. Chapter one, an alarming occurrence. <gasps> Harry Potter woke up one morning to find that all was not as it should be. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine that he's alarmed by that anymore, honestly. Like, yeah, it checks out. Okay, fine. Everything's fucking weird. Checks out, checks out. <laughs> For one thing, Ron wasn't laying half on top of him, snoring in his ear. What? Uh, uh, okay. Yeah? Sure. I'm intrigued to see where this is going. Mm-hmm. He wondered where Ron was and how he had managed to get up without Harry noticing. Harry's a deep sleeper, why not? Sure. A light sleeper? I think Harry's probably more likely to be a light sleeper. Yeah. Ron got up somehow, though. From on top of him. Harry does have to be constantly on guard. Constant vigilance. Constant vigilance. He could be murdered at any moment. Any second. It would be bad if he was a deep sleeper. Yeah, all right. Fine. Harry got up and wandered over to Ron's bed on the off chance that he was actually sleeping in his own bed for once. He wasn't. (laughs) Every everyone in Hogwarts is gay. No one's sleeping in their own bed. No, nope. that's boring. <laughs> <laughs> What's the use of having uh, dorm rooms when you're all gay if you're not all sleeping together? <laughs> <laughs> Harry stepped across to Dean and Seamus's bed. Yes, yes. <laughs> I bed. love that ship. Sure. Fine ship. <laughs> Trying to remember whose bed it had actually been originally. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No. Anyway, they were both there now. <laughs> I love it. I love that ship. Really hope everyone in this room is good at silencing spells. <laughs> They've it's it's become a necessity over time. Correct. <laughs> he pulled open the curtains to find that his friends were spooning, facing away from him. He swore and stomped around to the other side of the bed. So fucking inconsiderate sleeping not facing the way that I approached your bed. How dare you? How dare you spoon facing that direction? I have to walk all the way around this bed now. It's a waste of time. It seems like Dean and Seamus are more ready for like dangerous action than Harry and Ron's sleeping position is. With with Ron's hand just Ron sort of like- entirely sprawled out on top of Harry. <laughs> Harry unable to move or get up. Uh-huh. Good. <laughs> Oi, Dean, Seamus, wake up, he yelled rather unkindly. Listen, that not all is not well. <laughs> all is not well. Get the fuck up. Space me. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I need help. I'm the chosen one. Help me. <laughs> the two boys sleepily opened their eyes and demanded he tell them what the hell was going on. I can't find Ron, Harry said, <laughs> going into pathetic mode. <laughs> Very different from all caps mode. I was about to say, is that? <laughs> it's the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's our job to look after your boyfriend for you? Dean inquired. <laughs> um, well, yes. <laughs> Clearly. It's everyone's job to look after Ron. That's and everyone's me. responsibility. <laughs> well, have you seen him anywhere? Yeah, Seamus. 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 Fuck. Seamus grinned cheekily. He stopped by for a threesome with us, but he left again. Said something about going to shag Professor Snape. (laughs) 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 Harry's jaw dropped. Really? Oh my god! Harry! What? Have you ever heard a sarcasm before? He's worried! (laughs) All is not well. Seamus and Dean started laughing hysterically, and Harry realized that it was a joke. He probably went down to breakfast or something, said Dean reasonably. Oh, okay, I'll go look. Uh, sorry for waking you up. No, you're not. He's not. Not even a little bit. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> yeah, think of anything reasonable. 
Ron's not here. Yeah. Therefore, help me. Something is un- not everything is well. Yeah, no, he went to breakfast or anywhere else that makes any sense. He went to take a piss. <laughs> Harry. When Harry had gone, Seamus commented, you know, for the savior of the wizarding world, he can be remarkably dense. <laughs> mean. Oh, I say that all the time too, my dude. About Harry? Yeah. Yeah. We say that all the time. Fine. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Ron was not in the Great Hall, nor had anyone seen him that morning. <gasps> Where could he be? Where is Ron? Where the fuck is Ron? <laughs> That's a good song, right? Oh, that is a good Harry song. Harry and the Potter song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not related. Harry didn't know why he was getting so worried, but he was both possessive and paranoid, which probably had something to do with it. Maybe. (laughs) You know. Yeah, it's all that childhood trauma. (laughs) Possessive and paranoid. (laughs) The two best traits in a partner. Yeah. Love to have those together. (laughs) I mean, it's a, a, he's rightfully paranoid, to to be fair. Fine. Yes. To dating be fair, Harry is a hazard for your health. Correct. Absolutely. You could die at any point. <laughs> Squire, we're all dying every day. <laughs> Thanks for keeping the podcast light. I, uh... <laughs> he went back to the dormitory, having had a brilliant idea. He pulled out the Marauder's Map. Oh, fucking duh. Yep. <laughs> underutilized in most fics. Uh, it really, it's underutilized in the books. <laughs> <laughs> True. At first I was like, he went back, he had a brilliant idea. At, you know, being who he is, possessive and paranoid, he had stuck a tracker on Ron <laughs> early in the relationship. No, he has a tracker for everyone in the castle, Every Sequoia. Every person. He pulled the Marauder's map out of his trunk and peered at the numerous small dots on it, searching for the ro- one with Ron's name. When he found it, his blood ran cold. <gasps> Where is it? Ron appeared to be in a small room in a distant part of the castle, and with him in the room was Lord Voldemort. Oh, fuck! Okay, so here's the thing. When what? I was saying earlier, when I was doing predictions, I had like a vague idea of what this story was going to be like. Okay. Right? And I kind of was thinking it was going to go in a very non-Voldemort direction. Like, Mm. Harry saves the world again, and he's saved it from, like, a bad hair day. Or, like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is going to be something mundane and nothing. But Lord Voldemort is here, so clearly I was very wrong. You were way off. Super wrong. (laughs) I like Harry saves the day from a bad haircut, though. That's awesome. I don't think Harry has that capability, though. Have you seen that boy's hair? (laughs) Someone help that boy. (laughs) As Harry read the name, he gasped, green eyes going round behind his glasses. The sky outside darkened, and there was a flash of lightning and a roll of thunder. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if that happens every time someone reads Lord Voldemort's name. Yes. Mm, that could get inconvenient. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then everything went back to normal as Harry stood up decisively, grabbing his wand. I must go save Ron, he cried dramatically. Go get any teacher. Any teacher. Nope. <laughs> go get any Harry teacher. Potter. <laughs> I'm going to go save Ron. <laughs> go get any teacher. Nope. Never. Fine. (laughs) There's no time. (laughs) Seamus and Dean failed to notice this, being somewhat preoccupied. Oh, man. (laughs) No one can help him. They're all too busy having gay sex. (laughs) 
It's like, I mean, if your friends are right there and you were like, hey, Lord Voldemort is here, I could use some backup. They could stop for a minute. Harry is too considerate to interrupt them. (laughs) (laughs) He already bothered them once today. That's true. He did. And rather rudely. Yes. Harry ran out of the room, the map still in his hand. He rushed along endless hallways, up and down twisting staircases, until he saw the dot marked Harry Potter on the map right outside the room where Ron and you-know-who were. (gasps) The map fluttered out of his hand onto the floor, and he forgot in his excitement to wipe it clean. (gasps) Harry held out his wand in front of him, gave his best, I am Harry Potter, the bravest wizard in the world, look! Ooh, Harry. Sure. That's, oh, Harry. I don't I don't know what that would look like. It's just the um, way his face looks. Oh, the way his face looks all the time? Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> Except when he's real scared. <laughs> <laughs> he's still so brave. He's so brave. <laughs> and then rushed at the door, banging it open. Then he stopped and stared. Oh, no. Chapter two. Odd, but unalarming occurrences. Um, okay. (laughs) It's quite a thrilling way to end the first chapter. Yeah, I mean, uh, he just walked in. Barged in through the door. And then in the middle of the room was a large round table with a white tablecloth covered in plates of cookies and cakes. In the center was a large blue and white teapot and a vase of daffodils. What the fuck? (laughs) Several places were laid with blue willow pattern china and shining silverware. Spring breezes wafted through the open window, (laughs) fluttering the blue and white curtains, despite the fact that it was November. Wow. (laughs) They really set... This is an aesthetic. Yeah. Someone's going for something. Yeah. Ron was sitting at the table, stuffing his face. Why not? Oh, man. Again? Uh, every time. Is he He's just so eating? hungry. Oh, man. <laughs> so big for more out of this, Ron, but... No. Mm. Nah, man. His blue and white striped pajamas coordinated perfectly with the decor. Wow. <laughs> Did Lord Voldemort pick him just so that he would match with the decor? Yes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Absolutely. Without a doubt. <laughs> Across from him was Lord Voldemort, holding a pink tea cozy. Both looked up at Harry as he burst into the room. What was the title of this chapter again? This chapter is titled Odd But Unalarming Occurrences. <laughs> I think this is alarming. I'm what? alarmed. What? What? <laughs> Why? Uh, sure. Hello, Voldemort said. Would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> every time, every time, I, I am, I'm a hundred percent sure that listeners send you this Voldemort stuff just because they want to hear you do that voice. There's a lot of Voldemort in this one. <laughs> Great. Apparently, this is unalarming. Excellent. I'm unalarmed. What is this aesthetic that he's going for? Is this like... It's all blue and white, mm. except for a vase of daffodils. And they've got like... It's it's very pretty, I think. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I like it. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Like a fancy china shop look. Yeah. It's very like um, grandma's house. Yeah. <laughs> it is I'm glad you came to find me Ron said complacently have a crumpet they're delicious Harry's Ron Ron, what the fuck my dude (laughs) couldn't send a note leave a note (laughs) and that's why you always leave a note thank you Harry's tough and determined expression was quickly melting into one of utter confusion. A single thought permeated his addled brain. Don't eat that, Ron! He screamed. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> even though Ron was only a few feet away, it might be poisoned. Yeah, or it's like Alice in Wonderland and it makes you really big or it makes you really tiny. This is Voldemort. He's not yeah. going to have poisoned the crumpets. If he wanted you dead, He'd he just would kill just you. fucking kill you. Yeah. Yeah. This is, It would be a really elaborate setup for him to kill someone. Yeah, this is this is way more work than Voldemort ever feels like doing. Nah, he kills people on the reg. Yeah. Normal day. Yep. <laughs> Don't worry, Ron replied, taking another bite. Voldemort's been eating him too. As yeah. if there was no such thing as taking an antidote in po- to a poison <laughs> so as to be immune to it. <laughs> I guess that's Harry's thought, probably. Yeah. Paranoid. Ron. How could you be so stupid? (laughs) 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 Fucking Ron! (laughs) Voldy? What's happened to you, Ron? They're BFFs now. They are? Why? How? Explain yourself, Ron! (laughs) Because he offered Ron food. Oh, yeah. That's all you need to do. Ron has one trait. (laughs) Let me explain, Voldemort said in a friendly voice, but with a trace of his usual hiss. Did you hear it? The hiss? No. Uh, no. Let me explain. <laughs> I wanted someone to have tea with, so I kidnapped your friend Ron and brought him here. He's been most charming company. I mean, he was lonely. <laughs> I feel like it would probably be easier to just order one of your Death Eaters to have tea with you. They're so fucking boring. <laughs> I mean, I suppose that's valid. They are kind of, you know, two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. So I can see how that would get boring over time. Mm-hmm. Just hanging out with Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. It does seem like a stretch to come all the way to Hogwarts, though. Yeah. <laughs> but Hogwarts has so many potential friends in it. <laughs> potential friends. Potential murder victims. People who want to actively kill you. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Harry looked at Ron, who nodded earnestly in confirmation. Tea? Asked Harry incredulously. (laughs) But, But you're the most evil wizard ever. As if evil wizards don't like tea, my dude. Everyone, Everyone likes tea. Could use some nice tea every once in a while. Yeah. Not anymore. I've decided <laughs> to be nice to everyone. Because when I was evil, nobody liked me. I I got lonely. And so now he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. It was lonely. Oh. It turns out that That's being so evil sad. just kind of sucks. This is... I'm, I am getting... Uh, A very Potter musical vibes off of this Voldemort. (laughs) I don't know uh, if it's just because we just had to watch those. I have had Back to Hogwarts stuck in my head this entire week. (laughs) We're recording this the week of September 1st, to clarify. Yeah, that's a... (laughs) uh, If it's going to be any time. Yeah, I mean, of course it's going to get lonely just hanging out with, like, Lucius Malfoy. Dude fucking sucks. That guy is awful. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wormtail? Yikes. good company. Oh, no. Oh, no. His voice sounded choked, and he began to sniffle. (laughs) Ron stood up and walked over to give him a friendly hug. Oh. Voldemort started to cry, burying his face in Ron's shoulder. Ron murmured comforting nonsense to him and patted him on the shoulder until he stopped crying and blew his nose on the tea cozy. There's Voldemort. Don't cry. We're all friends here now. (laughs) When when you said comforting nonsense, I was more thinking he's like in a comforting voice being like, um, bookcase. (laughs) (laughs) Bed frame. (laughs) What? (laughs) He's saying whatever nonsense in a comforting tone. Fine. (laughs) Is that how you comfort people? (laughs) Can't confirm you're real bad at it. (laughs) It's 
not my forte, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Ron's my friend now, he said happily. Harry got jealous. <laughs> well, he's my boyfriend and you're not going to take him away from me, he Here yelled. Here it comes, possessive. Here it comes. <laughs> Pointing his wand threateningly at Voldemort. The Dark Lord's eyes went all red and slitted, and he made a menacing comment in parcel tongue. Harry hissed back at him, and Voldemort lost his evil expression in surprise. You can speak parcel tongue? He asked. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, friends. Uh... Yeah, I can, Harry said. Soon, they were involved in a snarky conversation. Nope, it doesn't say snarky, it says snaky conversation. <laughs> I think it should say both. A snarky, snarky, snaky conversation. (laughs) Nice. Harry sat down and poured himself a cup of tea. It was nice to find someone with the same talent as himself. Ron returned to his chair, chewing a lemon square morosely and feeling left out. Suddenly, he noticed footsteps approaching down the hallway. (gasps) They stopped outside the door, and a moment later, it was flung open dramatically for the second time. Yeah, you left the you left the map mm-hmm. out in the hallway without mm-hmm. wiping it. You want to guess who this is? Who is barged in dramatically? To interrupt them? Yeah, it's got to be Snape or Dumbledore because of the drama. Mm. Draco Malfoy yes! stood framed in the doorway. <laughs> Damn it! Also the drama. <laughs> yes. Breathless from running, his white blonde hair was elegantly disheveled. His cheeks were flushed and his silver eyes sparkled. Oh, wow. (laughs) He's looking so handsome and disheveled. (laughs) Tousled, if you will. Mm. All right. Here's another voice coming. Okay. It's hard to say. Okay. Harry, Ron, thank goodness you're both safe. It's really hard to say something like that in Draco voice, it turns out. (laughs) He never says Harry. No. Potter. That's easier. Yeah. And he he also seems concerned for their safety, which is hard to to do. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness you're both safe, he exclaimed, his hand against his fast-beating heart. Then he caught himself and resumed his accustomed sneer. What are you doing here? He asked contemptuously, as if he were not just the one who had burst into the room. (laughs) Is he saying that to Voldemort or to Harry and Ron? To Harry and Ron, I think. (laughs) Or maybe to all three of them. I think it's all three of them. I mean, fair point. Yes. What What are all three of them doing there in this context? But also, I wonder if Voldemort invited Draco to tea, too. Oh, yeah. Draco's a good potential friend. Yeah. He could, you know, they could have a lot in common as far as like the evil stuff and not having any friends and, you know, sort of Mm -hmm. being trapped Mm -hmm. in a house with Lucius Malfoy (laughs) (laughs) and hating that guy. So, (laughs) yes. We're having tea, Malfoy, Harry said with he thought admirable restraint care to join us ah. don't mind if i do oh geez this is a weird <laughs> thank you this draco... is a weird group of people <laughs> draco took the remaining seat and lord voldemort served him tea you're lucius malfoy son aren't you he asked politely Yes, Draco Malfoy, and you, I presume, are Lord Voldemort? Pleased to meet you. (laughs) Likewise, how is your father? (laughs) You switching from voice to voice on those two voices is very fun. It's not going great for me. It's very fun for me. (laughs) I can do this. Here we go. What did I just say? I've already forgotten. How's your father? That's right. Yep. Never better. You remember Severus Snape? 
Oh, yes, of course. Good old Servy. He's a great friend of mine. Well, he and my father are getting married oh. next month. <laughs> they just, this author has to get in. They are very serious. All wizards are gay. All wizards are gay. Here are, are all gay. the pairings. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I love a fan fiction that has to insert as many pairings as possible. Yes. I love it. It's like really going out of their way. <laughs> Yeah, and the combo of, like, must mention as many pairings as possible and all wizards are gay is just, like, the perfect intersection. (laughs) (laughs) Very silly. I'm into it. What is happening? Oh, how perfectly splendid! I'm sure you'll receive an invitation. Clearly. Harry and Ron had been gaping in astonishment during this conversation. It was far too much information to assimilate quickly. <laughs> They're also not not the brightest boys. Yeah, they were not aware of this uh, the upcoming nuptials. They're just kind of sitting there like heads going back and forth like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <sighs> so... How did you get here? Draco asked them companionably, forgetting to be mean. It's got it. It's a conscious effort. <laughs> yeah, no, he's 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 not forgetting. He's trying. They explained, then asked him the same question. For once, he looked uncertain. Well, I heard at breakfast that both of you had gone missing, so I thought I'd take a look around. I was walking. Well, running down this hallway when I noticed a piece of paper on the floor. It was a map, and it showed you that you two were in here with the Dark Lord. And you were worried about us? Ron asked incredulously. (laughs) Yeah, apparently Draco was more worried about them than any other student or teacher. (laughs) Yeah, Draco's the only one that fucking cared. He was like, where's Harry and Ron? Fuck! And he sprints out of the great hall. (laughs) Presumably then it's noticeable at that time. It's noticeable enough for Draco to know that they're missing. Yeah. Well, I think Draco's always looking for them. Draco is like, where are Harry and Ron? They're not here. This is not normal. Ron is so hungry. (laughs) Ron didn't come to breakfast? (laughs) Harry suddenly noticed something. Where are your stupid henchmen, he asked. I've never seen you go anywhere without them before. They're making out. I don't know, are they? (laughs) Of course they are. Draco tried to do his, I'm so tough and unemotionable. Unemotionable? Unemotional. (laughs) I'm having a problem. (laughs) This is a rough day for us. (laughs) Fuck. Draco tried to do his, I'm so tough and unemotional. I don't care about anything look, but ended up looking like a lost puppy. Oh, well, since Crab and Goyle got together, they haven't been spending as much time with me. Oh, he's lonely and needs friends and Voldemort's lonely and needs friends and they're going to be friends now. Friendship. Oh, his friends have abandoned them because they're too busy making out. They're making out. <laughs> like Harry and Ron have abandoned Hermione. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> it's Hermione. Dead. Making out with Lavender Brown. Eh. No! Lavender's with Park <laughs> Batty! What's wrong with you? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What? I take it all back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he looked down at his plate, nervously crumbling a brownie between slender fingers. Harry was completely won over by the lost puppy face. <laughs> Harry's like, what? Someone needs assistance? I'm Harry Potter. (laughs) Oh, poor Draco, he murmured sympathetically. I'll be your friend, said Voldemort. I was very lonely too, but Ron and Harry became my friends. Like how quickly everyone's become friends. They're all friends now. Everybody's friends. Everything's sunshine and daffodils and spring breezes. And lemon squares and brownies and tea. I want that. Dang. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah. 
Anyway. <laughs> Draco looked up at them, tears glistening in his eyes. Will you be friends with me? He asked plaintively. Neither of them hesitated an instant, but jumped up to hug him from both sides at oh. once. Hey, will you be our boyfriend? Ron asked. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> nice! <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get there, and we did. Why wouldn't you think that? Has this author let us down at any point so far? <laughs> That's true. This author is on the same wavelength as us. Yeah. Or I think we're on the same wavelength as them. They wrote this a million years ago. (laughs) Amazing. What? Both of you at once? Draco sounded more hopeful than deterred. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Harry said, leaning in to kiss Draco. In a moment, all three were happily snogging. (laughs) (laughs) Silly. I love it. Silly. This pairing, (laughs) this, this, this fucking trouble. So good. It's fucking nothing and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. This is a classic um, fan fiction thing Uh where they're all making out with each other at the same time. Yeah. The author does not bother to tell us the mechanics of that, which I'm glad for because this is this is nothing. Tongues are. Yes. Sort of. There's a lot of hand motion happening where you are. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Voldemort picked up his now-empty teacup and looked thoughtfully at the tea leaves inside. If only I'd paid more attention in divination class, he thought. Surely that's a heart there, which can only mean one thing. I want a boyfriend, too, he announced. Oh, my God. Just then, there was a bright flash of green light from a previously unnoticed fireplace, and a man stumbled out of it, coughing and waving smoke from his face. When he stood up and looked around, all three students gasped in astonishment. Okay, this is Dumbledore. Is it? Oh no, tell me, I want to know. It's Professor Lockhart, Harry exclaimed. You think this story would be so vanilla as to go for Dumbledore slash Voldemort? <laughs> you fool! <laughs> you fool! Yeah, um... <laughs> this is... I... This is a this is a fucking masterpiece. Yes! I love it. Yes! <sighs> okay, Lockhart slash Voldemort. Let's fucking go, dude. How did you get out of St. Mungo's? Ron asked. Didn't you lose your memory? Draco inquired. Hello, boys, the former (laughs) Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher said amiably. I recovered my memory a few days ago, and I was just released from St. Mungo's. I had nowhere else to go, so I thought I'd come back to Hogwarts. Has everything been running smoothly in my absence? They assured Lockhart that the world had not stopped turning during his hospitalization. Then he looked up, straight into Lord Voldemort's eyes. Oh my god. It was love at first sight. And they all lived happily ever after. The end. Wow! Wow! Oh my god. Okay, the listener who said this in... Yes. ...is amazing. Yes. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much for that submission. What the fuck was that? That was incredible. <sighs> oh, the pair oh the pairings and the tea mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. Oh in the beginning mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That was a great time. Thank you so much for reading that to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my goodness. Do you have a segment for us now, my friend? Oh, also, no, before we go to the segment, oh. all of your predictions were fucking wrong. <sighs> nice try. Yeah. Yeah. It was really right off the bat with that harmony shit. Um, <laughs> Right off the bat, that was wrong. Yep. I just, there was really not a lot to go on there. And all I had in my brain was that one nugget of an idea that was like, this story is going to be about Harry saving no one from anything very bad in particular. I mean, I would argue that Harry did not save anyone in this story. <sighs> I should have said that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Harry didn't do anything. He didn't. Let's do a quick, a quick fix. fix. Uh, quick Fix is a segment where we quickly summarize some nonsense we've found recently that may not be totally right for the pod. I found a story called Chance Meetings. And the reason that I picked this story for a quick fix that <laughs> this fucking pairing. Man. Okay. <laughs> what? Okay, so in this story, um, Vernon and Petunia are going to have a nice dinner out. And okay. Vernon Already a gets... weird place for a fic to start. I'm into it. Right? Right? Um, Vernon gets stuck at the office for what whatever, whichever reason. Uh-huh. So Petunia is like waiting and waiting and waiting for him to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seat her at her table and she's waiting. And there's this guy that walks past her. And then he's sitting alone. And then they start chatting. And they're having a drink together. Fuck, who is it? And it's Horace Slughorn. <laughs> And it's Petunia slash Slughorn, I guess. What? That's fucking weird. Isn't that the most nutso pairing? Yes. What is that? Awesome. Who comes up with that? That's great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. So the whole thing is just like basically her waiting for Vernon Mm -hmm. to get there and then them just like sitting and chatting about their lives without him saying anything about magic and without her saying anything about magic. Uh Uh-huh. And they have a nice conversation. Huh. And it's just like very, I was like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) Nice find, my dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my quick fit. Cool. Let's go into... The Rex Zone. I'm looking forward so much to the day when we can do that together and so it doesn't have to sound like hot garbage. (laughs) Yeah, one day we'll be able to be in the same room together again. (laughs) One day. All right, what's your wreck, my dude? I stole this wreck shamelessly from our Discord. Nice. Uh, hang in there. Shout out to Hang in There Baby Crookshanks who posted this for me to steal. It's called Or the Look or the Words. Mm. And it is a very good rendition of the Harry and Ron go to the Yule Ball together and fall in love story. Yes. It's very good. <laughs> I, I just I really like all that. the characters in it and it's really cute and I think Harry Ron's funny and I'm into it. <laughs> Ooh, um amazing. Ooh. Yeah. The link for that will be in the description of this episode. It will also be on our website, fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website is our story submission form. So that story that uh, Kim read today came from the story submission form. It was submitted by one of you. So continue to send us that stuff or whatever. I've read some buck wild shit from y'all and I like it. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. 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 Use that submission form. Send us stuff. Also on our website, you can find merch in a wide variety of places. <laughs> nope, two places. That's where you can find Yes Glitter. That's available on our website, as well as our Hold for the 
text, please, bookmarks are on our website as well. Yep. Then we've also got a link to our Tee Public where there's a lot more designs that are available on a wide variety of shirts and phone cases and mugs and all sorts of stuff. So go check out our merch. Um, if you want to contact us, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Fanatical Fix. If you want to send us something for any of our stupid ass segments, <laughs> you can email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you're sending something in for those segments, like we said at the top, make sure you include the name you want to be credited by and your pronouns. If you want to help out this podcast, there are a couple ways to do that. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Facebook or just shout a review of the podcast out your front door. Also, I guess as part of shouting the podcast about the podcast out your front door, <laughs> trick everyone 2020. Beep, beep, beep. Tell everyone about the pod. Trick people into listening to the pod. You guys are so good at that. <laughs> Honestly, very impressive stuff. Very impressive work. We also have a Patreon. We have a few different tiers. You can be a part of our Patreon Discord. Um, There's Discord wedding the other day. We're doing a lot of interesting, weird-ass shit on there. It was really fun. Um, yeah, everyone's so friendly, and the, the Discord goes fast, but they're all there to be friends with you. Yep. They want to be friends with you real bad. Yeah. Come, Come join, join them. them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, as part of our Patreon, after a certain amount of time, you get a shout out on the pod, which Sequoia is going to do today in the form of a story summary. Give it to us, Sequoia. <clears throat> when Vinny and Greg sprinted into the Great Hall for breakfast, late yet again, they were not prepared for what they were about to see. Moldy Pants had finally found the perfect way to distract the students and faculty of Hogwarts so he could infiltrate the castle and kidnap Harry Potter. And now, Vinny and Greg are the only ones who haven't indulged in breakfast. And therefore, the only ones who aren't under the influence of a powerful potion. It's breakfast and a deadly show, as all the castle's inhabitants are unable to stop themselves from dancing until they literally die. <laughs> as 90s pop music reverberates through the halls of Hogwarts, can Vinny and Greg find the antidote in time to save Harry Potter? Do they even want to? That was really good. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to James Irwin, Marlia Evans, Melanie DeGrief, Tirso Lutan, Deirdre Leo, and Victoria Rochelle. Thank you so much for your support. It means a lot to us. That story summary was inspired by the breakfast and a show short stories that James writes in our discord and also posts on AO3. So there will be a link in the description to that collection of stories. Hell yeah. Look, the weirdos in our Discord create such great cursed content. Wonderful. <laughs> Go look at them. <laughs> Thanks also to uh, the Whomping Willows for our amazing theme song, Wolf Star. Bye! Bye.